just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. Shut up and three fit more popcorn. Shut up and three fit more popcorn. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Shut Up and Refill My Popcorn. It's your boy, Joey, back at it, ready to talk about this episode's movie topic, which is The Godfather Part 3. Yes, the third one, the one after the second one, which is by far the best Godfather movie. In my opinion. Of course, everything is my opinion with this damn podcast. Except for how we're going to go about this episode. Are you sick and tired of being overweight? Are you sick and tired of going to clothing stores and not finding your size? What you going to do? Summertime's around the corner, baby. What are you going to do? I'll tell you what you're going to do. You're going to get your fat ass off that couch. You're going to put some shorts on we're gonna work out baby that's right i'm your personal fitness guru mustard dusty and it's on baby this four week program consists of constant yard work sleeping in a blanket no ac and maybe one or two showers just in case you get really really stinky so what you got to lose pounds that is it, baby you got to lose all that weight so call the number 1-800-555-DUSTY Get you some, baby And you might actually get some this summer Hey Get you some Get you some I am looking at Rotten Tomatoes uh, Percentage of this movie It sits at 68% On the tomato meter Whatever the fuck that means. And it sits at 78% from the audience. Obviously, people like it. It's not a huge disappointment, I guess would be the word to say. I mean, in my opinion, it's a good movie. Uh, Got action. Got some weird romance. And it ends... And it's kind of depressing at the end. Um, Personally, I wish the ending of the movie was a little bit better. Uh, Spoiler alert, his daughter dies. (laughs) And that's how they, that's how they cap the movie. Uh, Well, that's how they begin to cap the movie. Um, So first things first, let me give you a quick synopsis of the film. Taken from Rotten Tomatoes' movie info. It starts with... Two decades have passed, and crime kingpin Michael Corleone, now divorced from his wife Kay, has nearly succeeded in keeping in his promise that his family would one day be completely legitimate. A philanthropist devoted to public service, Michael is in the news as the recipient of a special award from the Pope. For his good works, a controversial move given his checkered past. Determined to buy redemption, Michael and his lawyer BJ are working on a complicated but legal deal to bail the Vatican out of looming financial troubles 
that will ultimately reap billions and put Michael on the world stage as a major financial player. However, trouble looms in several forms. The press is hostile to his intentions. Michael is in failing health and suffers a mild diabetic stroke. Stylish mob underling Joey Zaza is muscling in to the Corleone turf. The quote-unquote commission of mafia families represented by patriarch Don Altabello doesn't want to let their cash cow Corleone out of the mafia, though he has made a generous financial offer to in exchange for his release from the La Cosa, no Cosa Nostra. Uh, and then there's Vincent uh, Mancini, the illegitimate illegitimate and equally temperamental son of Michael's long-dead brother, Sonny. Vincent desperately wants to be in the family, both literally and figuratively. And at the urging of his sister, Connie, Michael welcomes the young man and allows him, allows him to adopt the Corleone name. However, a flirtatious attraction between Vincent and his cousin, Michael's naive daughter, Mary, develops and threatens to develop into a full-fledged romance and undo the Godfather's future plans. That was taken from Rotten Tomatoes. And now, here is my side of the story. That incest relationship that you see, that we see between Vinny and Mary is just weird. It's just, like, it doesn't need to be there. I mean, I get if they wanted to... What they should have done was... Like, obviously, she was in love. She's infatuated with him. He should just string her along. He should just string her along and be like, Nope, you know, we're, you know you're my cousin. It's, this is wrong. You shouldn't have feelings for me like this. And then have her just be like this crazy, jealous ex or whatever. Ruining his relationships. Or like acting out like a crazed teenage girl, and uh, they should have just worked. They should have just worked that kind of into the storyline. But you know, he he starts hanging out with her, and then ultimately they start making out in the kitchen. And like I said, it's just freaking weird. Um, the religion. I guess part of the movie is uh, with him trying to broker a deal with uh, they call it the immobiliary or these um, businesses and companies that are backed by the Vatican it's um, I never understood that whole angle it, well, even now when I rewatch the movie it's just I mean I get you know in the Godfather 1 they baptize a kid okay cool Godfather 2 his son gets uh, his first communion okay cool but that was as far into the Catholic angle that they ever did in the whole in the first two movies everything else was mob business and here it's entwined into the storyline that he's trying to broker a deal with the Pope dies and it just kind of puts everything on pause and they kind of want to they want to kind of go full steam ahead get everything let's get let's get this going they won't you know knock this deal out and that 
people involved don't want to they know of his past they know that you know this it would be a bad thing to get involved with Michael Corleone so they kind of use that excuse of the Pope dying and the process of finding a new Pope to kind of pause everything and kind of like string them along even though there's already been money exchanged and all kinds of other stuff um they they should have just never did that whole thing they should have just they should have just i mean i i get why it's involved in the storyline i get why it's in the movie because his ultimate goal was to be completely legitimate and this is the way to get there and but at the end when they start killing <clears throat> bishops and stuff it just that's just messed up like i get k- kill the dude that uh pushed your brother around in las vegas but you have to kill a bishop because he was stealing money from the from the vatican bank like come on now um we also see michael dealing with all the bad shit that he did to his family like his initial family his wife Kay and the kids but also you know he he's remorseful and he thinks about what he did to Fredo he breaks down there's a scene in the movie where he's talking to a priest and uh, he is given the confession and he confesses to giving the order to kill his brother and he breaks down that shit was deep like you feel that shit sometimes when 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 you know the character you know the characters from the previous movies and you know you've seen the previous movies you know what where he's coming from so when he does that you kind of feel sorry for him like that he ultimately wasn't a bad guy in the movie French in the movies themselves he was just doing what he felt he needed to do for the family and keep everything afloat <clears throat> now this character of uh Vinny he's a hothead he is just like his father Sonny. Uh, acts out towards... Uh, he was working... At the beginning of the movie, we see we meet Joey Zaza, who comes to talk to Michael and see if Vinny being his problem is also Michael's problem. That way they can kind of fix it. Uh, now, Joey Zaza is running the neighborhood and we learn that he's kind of running it to shit. You know, it's people in the neighborhood, they know Vinny, and they want Vinny to help do something about it. And so, we come to find out that throughout the whole film, or just about the beginning of the film, that Vin, Vinny wants to just get rid of him. He wants Michael to give the go-ahead to just get rid of Joey Zaza, and then either find somebody else or point him or whatever. But he just he just wants him gone, and so now 
Michael sees what's going on, so he starts telling him. He starts wanting Vin, Vinny to kind of like uh, shadow him, you know, follow him around, work with him to learn some stuff, to learn how stuff should be handled and how stuff should go. And so he's telling them how to go about this and showing them the ropes of, you know, like, don't let your enemies, you know, kind of like the, don't show your enemies this and do that and, you know, keep them, keep them close, but keep an eye on them, that kind of stuff. <clears throat> they go to a, now, Joy Zaza and Don Altebello are in a way you feel I mean you don't see it when it happens <clears throat> but they're in cahoots in a way the, all the families meet in Atlantic City and Michael presents them with a check from the sale of the casino uh, business that he had that he sold everything at back and uh Everybody gets a check except for Joy Zaza because he didn't put nothing in, so he gets nothing out. So he gets kind of pissy and starts telling the five families, I've made you money, you don't show me no respect, I take fair offense, or blah, blah, blah. So he leaves, and then Altabello, you know, goes after him, telling Michael, he doesn't know what he's talking about, let me go talk to him, we're going to, you know. All in the ploy to just get out of the room. Because what happens? Everybody gets shot up. A fucking helicopter swings in. And starts shooting. And Michael and Vinny, they make it out. But Michael knows. You know, it was a hit. <clears throat> it was a hit on them. Hit on him. And Joey Zaza isn't the brains to put that out. Someone else has helped. Someone else is working on it. And he goes and like they said in the uh, uh, plot description, he goes into a diabetic shock or uh, stroke. Excuse me. Um, it's that famous scene where he's in the kitchen. He's like, just you know, I played it at the beginning of the episode. It's that scene, and he 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 starts screaming and and he starts. Going into that, he just starts beating his chest, and he starts screaming uh, Fredo's name. And then you know he goes into the hospital and all that. And also in the beginning of the movie, his son uh, wants he doesn't want to finish law school. He wants to work towards a singing career, and so his ex-wife Kay shows up and was there to support Anthony in telling Michael that he doesn't want to finish school. He wants to become a singer. He wants to wants nothing to do with the family business. And so Michael lets him go. Lets him to do his own thing. Fast forward to what just happened with the stroke and everything. Kay comes to visit and tells him that Anthony was going to be in an opera that's going to be playing in Sicily. And so they plan on attending that opera. And so you can, we all know the 
the relationship between them two. Uh, Kay was always put to the side, kind of like, you don't need to know my business, just be my wife. And she does, she gets fed up with it, and she she leaves, they divorce. Um, he, You see the... Re- he the look in his eyes when he sees her in the hospital room of how much of how he fucked up basically like he just wished he wants a chance to show her the man that she fell in love with in a way um when they're in sicily he shows her around uh the town of Sicily, and we see a lot of the we see a lot of places that were shown in the first uh, film, the where he was married, where they had the ceremony, and then of course the house, and we under we get the sense that he's trying to woo her, or trying to get her to understand that. He wants her back in a way. Uh, Or at least that's how I felt. Um, But no, she's she's there to support her son. And she's there to be with her family. And and just enjoy the time together. So all this leads up to the end. Or close to the end of the movie. Where they're at the uh, opera house. And they're listening to. Or they're watching the play or the opera. Which takes for fucking ever. Like, it's the longest fucking thing going on. But, like, there's other things going on. Like, he has his hit one of his uh, guards, hitmen, on the train to go protect. Uh, there's They have a sense that they're going to try to kill the no, new pope. They're going to try and save him. And they're also going to tr- go take out. He sends the other guys out. Uh to take care of all the um, the bank not the bank well he was the banker that was gonna set up that immobiliary deal and uh, he let me, let me rewind back ultimately he, they kill Joy Zaza uh, Vinny does and so Altabello figuring thinking that they're gonna come up for him next Hires a hitman to take Michael out. So, rewind that. Fast forward it. Go back. We're at the opera house. We got the hitman dressed up like a priest to get his way in. And then he's posted up in uh, one of the, yeah, what would you call it, uh, balconies. To, and he has a rifle on Michael. But he doesn't. he can't take the shot. He gets up to leave. And so he misses his, his uh, opportunity. The other players, like right at this time in the movie, Michael has given up control of the family to Vincent. He's given him the Corleone name. He is the Don of the family. So he's kind of like where Vito was in the first movie, kind of like sit back. Okay, cool. I'll just relax whatever so we're at the opera house 
play is going on, we see Vincent ultimately breaking up with Mary uh, because I was one of his well, one of Michael's conditions to to be the Don is like you gotta give up Mary. And like I, st- I still, f- that's just fucking weird. Um, the the last scene, like I had said earlier, I feel it could have been done a little bit better, but it it's a powerful scene. Um, everybody's done. The play's over. They're leaving the opera house. And the hitman uh, fires two shots. One hits Michael, grazes him. Excuse me, grazes like his arm, his shoulder, and the other one hits his daughter Mary right in the heart or the chest, and she dies in his arms. And you see the fucking pain in his eyes as he screams at the top of his lungs. That was heartbreaking. The whole. That whole scene of just how and then how it ended, it just, it left me, like, not confused, but just like, like, off guard. Because, in my mind, that ending of him screaming and then kind of going, you know, taking the sound away of him screaming. And then to just fast forward to him dying in Sicily. I mean, it just, you needed some kind of, like, epilogue, like, some kind of monologue line, him voiceover or whatever, saying, like, oh, I became a recluse after this, this tore my whole world apart, I couldn't show my face around my family, and, and just kind of give some sort of explanation of what happened after this incident, but, it is what it is, guys, um, I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. Uh, it was kind of hard for me to do this episode only because this movie isn't really the worst movie in the world. It has its moments. It's not like a huge franchise killer. It put a cap on the Godfather trilogy. Um, it it did its it did what it was supposed to do. It was supposed to put some kind of conclusion to the Michael saga or and uh, or the story and I enjoyed it I mean I enjoy all the movies that I talk about and watch I mean I'm not coming in here telling you oh this is the worst movie ever don't ever don't even support it in DVD sales like whatever floats your boat you know it's like this is all entertaining I'm just trying to give my opinion on on these films and the majority of films that I do talk about are the the uh, the black sheep of the franchise they are in you know so wait 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 we forgot to do the trailer hater segment so hang on real tight let's get this out of the way this time we are going to get into the Lion King trailer that just dropped well probably been a couple weeks by now so we get introduced or we're not really introduced, but we see, get our first look at Scar, uh, Toucan Sam, and then the monkey, which I think we saw him in the last one. Either way, this trailer has already gotten some buzz because Scar doesn't look 
like he did in the cartoon. From what I understand is because lions with darker manes are... Uh, I think they're like higher class of lion or something. Or they're seen as more important. And they don't want to give Scar that kind of... That position. Because in the movies he's seen as like... The jealous brother who was stepped over... And wouldn't become king or whatever. So. Let me just play a few seconds of the trailer. Get y'all to enjoy that. Life's not fair. Is it my little friend? While some are born to feast. Others spend their lives in the dark. Now we see the hyenas. For and a better look at Scar. Like, Scar in this trailer comes off and he looks really thin and just really, like, dirty. So, even though he's not this darker-skinned lion with black, you know, with a black mane or whatever, you can still get the sense that this dude is bad news because he just looks just raggedy as hell um the hyenas of course they look the same just like any hyena um we also checking out the rest of the trailer we also see that scene where simba is being chased by the antelopes and like i said we get a look at two i'm gonna call him toucan sam i can't think of his damn name right now and i don't have nothing in front of me but he's toucan sam come on he's the bird um Yeah, we see that part where after Mufasa died. And then we start seeing a uh, different character. We start to see um, the baboon, the his face pops in. And then we see that scene where Simba's growing up with Timon and Pumbaa. Which, I always love that part. But, um, yeah. The movie's coming out on July 19th. Y'all go check it out. Well, that's going to be it, guys. That is the episode. Thank you for checking it out. Thank you for downloading. And, of course, I appreciate all the love. Do me a favor. Go check out all the links in the description. Uh, you know, I have all the Network Familia links out there, you know, for all the shows and, and people that use the... What the hell? Uh, yeah, don't worry about the squeaking. That's just... Some don't pay attention to the man behind the curtain. Anyways, go check all them out. And the next episode is going to be the first installment of the Star Wars 2 parter that I have planned. It's a Phantom Menace. Uh, go check that out. And I got all my links in the description. Check them out. Peace, love. Uh, and remember, if you ain't laughing, you ain't living. Peace. <laughs>